It's time for another exciting issue of Cape Chronicles. So, last time we saw the both of you, you had just finished Falcon Girl asking Royale what was that with uh, her power overload, and she replied to you, I don't know. As you're preparing to get a more concrete, in-depth investigation, interrogation, whatever you want to call it, into whatever is going on with Royale, you hear from behind you, hey, oh no, oh geez, oh gosh, and then just loud sounds of penguins crashing in a pile at the meeting table. And once the chaos is cleared, everything settling down, you look around, and it's just you, Remix, and Hollow Dad, along with these nine penguins that you so kindly brought with you after the incidents <laughs> from the mall. So it's just like everyone like disappeared mysteriously, or like walked out of the room is the implication. Uh, it looks like they may have left. Okay. Um, Falcon Girl is going to sit back in her chair and sigh and rub at her face. And uh, she's going to be like, I just don't know what's going on here. Why any of us, why Royale is being like that or any of us are doing anything. Why we have all these penguins. Um, I think Hollow Dad pipes up and Yes, I'm not not sure why you all decided to bring these here. You see he kind of compiles for a second and R -r remix. Is this something for the g -g gram? I I yeah, I guess. I mean animal videos are definitely popping out here, so I imagine the penguins are, are good content here, but truthfully, I mean, I just, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I was, I was just kind of knocked out in the middle of that. And I really didn't have a, a lot to do with that decision. Well, re re regardless, Falcon Girl, you are the leader of this t -t team and it's going to fall on you to get these people in la la line if you're going to take on the ills of the city and i think he is pressing on you uh currently he feels that your superior is going down and your mundane is going up uh, my mundane is already at max well, uh, your options here would be to take a condition or reject his influence. Um, I'll take a condition. 
<laughs> this is my dad. <laughs> You're my dad. Woogie, woogie, woogie. <laughs> um, so Great I will start. take... New record, six minutes in. Uh, yeah, I will take, uh, I will take hopeless. <laughs> oh my gosh. Why? Um, she... <laughs> She uh, sort of puts her head in her hands and goes, I know, it's just, it's just no one, like, listens to me, and I know that that's my fault as much as anything else. Um, I'll get, I'll get everyone in line, don't worry. Good, good, good. I expect to see progress in Team Cohesion by the end of the week. Yeah, maybe we can do some, um some team building exercises, some extra trainings, um, or like an outing, uh, remix. What, what do you think would be fun? What do, what do I think would be fun is the question? Yeah. Um, of like just something to do today? Well, something that would, you know, increase team cohesion and would make us all get along better and, uh, make sure that nothing like has been happening continues happening. Um, <laughs> well, I, I know that every time, every time I've been a part of a team and we've, uh, we've needed to bond together, we always go on some retreat. I don't know how well those actually pan out, but <laughs> I've always just kind of heard that. Um, does, uh, how, how open is it that Remix has been a part of like other teams and stuff out of curiosity? Uh, these teams are not like superhero teams. Oh, um, I see. It, yeah, it's it's just like chess team, oh, mm. a little music group. Um, um, she's going to say, well, then it sounds like you have a lot of experience with that. I mean, this is like, I mean, like obviously being trained by Rapid Falcon and stuff like that. But um, what do you do on these retreats usually? Oh, it's it's your pretty standard fare, your trust fall exercises and things. I mean, I, I think I'm a little over it at this point, but, you know, you get the idea, essentially. Yeah, and I don't think that Royale would actually agree to that. Quasi would agree to it. Um, you would agree to it, obviously. Um, I don't know what she would, like, want, so that's part of the issue, I guess. Because I think that what she wants is for all of us to leave her alone, but we can't leave her alone if we're supposed to be getting closer. Yeah. Honestly, I, I just, I, I feel like, you know, there's, I, I, I get glimmers of things. You know, there's, there's like moments where I think Royale wants to be vulnerable and things, but I think then she just kind of uh, stomps off or something, you know? Yeah, I I know what you mean. Well, what would help you with stuff? What would you like to see? Um, I mean, well, obviously I've had a lot of time to think, you know, kind of being here. And honestly, uh, I don't know. I've kind of pretended like I haven't or or put up this, you know, I'm better than the team kind of mentality. And I think... Honestly, I think it's probably just more 
real talk, I guess, if that actually is as simple as I can put it, you know? Real talk. Like, about missions and stuff? Or just in general. I mean, you know. Okay. Um, we can do that. So, is there, like, anything that we need to real talk about, like, now? Oh, and and you see um, <laughs> Gerald get a little, like, eyebrow raise at that and go, Oh, um... Um, like, like, like with, like, like, like with us or, um, uh, you know, just like the, the, the team. Um, I think that she thinks about that for a second and then gets very, very red. And she's like, no, I mean like the team, the, you know, like, um, the, like with the, you know, because of the, the trust and communication and stuff. Oh yeah. Sorry. I don't know. Like, I, you got to remember, my brain has been totally rattled here. I I don't know what I was thinking for a second. Yeah. Remix, you start to get a phone call. You feel your phone vibrating. Okay. And you look at it and you see it's your mom calling you. Uh, I should, I should probably answer this. Um, and so, uh, I'll go ahead and, I'll go ahead and answer. Alrighty, you pick up, and really before you can get the hell out, hello out, uh, you hear, uh, Gerald, Gerald, is is everything okay? Uh, we called the hospital and they said they discharged you earlier this morning, but you know, we figured you would have come home. Are are you with your team? Did something happen? Yes. Well, you asked like ten questions in there, but I'll I'll take them a little bit at a time. Uh, but yes, uh, I'm, I'm fine, uh, right now. Um, I'm currently with, uh, my team or one of my team and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I, I'm, I'm going to be coming home soon to, to check in with everyone, but, um, nothing major, but we did get into a little bit of a scrap and, and, uh, you know. You know I'm tough, Mom. You know I'm tough. Oh, I know you are, my big strong boy. Listen, you're <laughs> with one of your team. Bring it's almost dinner time. Bring them home. You, you, you got a lot of packages last night and this morning, and you know, you and you know your team. If you know as many as you have, you know, bring them. They, I'm sure they could use a good home cooked meal. Yeah, you know what? That actually doesn't sound like a bad idea. Okay. Yeah, I think I will do that. All right, sweetie. I'll see you in a little bit. Okay, sounds good. And um, I'll go ahead and hang up and... And... Um, I'll say, you know what? You know what actually sounds like a great idea? Because my mom just uh, offered to have everybody over for dinner. And I think that would be a really good opportunity for everybody to just chat. I, I don't know. It'll be a little bit weird with Quasi, maybe. I don't know. We could figure something out. Oh, dinner, like, right now? Uh, I mean, yeah, like, soon. Yeah, I think you look over at, like, the wall, and you notice that it's, like, 4.30. It's been a long day already, and... 
think you realize that you really haven't eaten much at all, any of you. Yeah. Um, yeah, she looks at the clock. Uh, has Falco Girl, like, met your family before, out of curiosity? (laughs) I feel like Uh, this is somewhat new. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, she looks a little flustered, and she's like, okay, so we'd have to leave, like, right now. Um, can I have, like like five minutes i guess um uh, i mean we should like bring something right uh i mean i don't know you're like we we got all these like like penguins no no not the penguins i mean like um like a dessert or like something um we don't really have time to make anything so what can be made in like Uh, my family is pretty nice you know they're they're really not they're really not worried about that kind of thing you know um no yeah, no, I think you're good. Yeah, Remix, I think you are thinking back to, like, one of the earlier Thanksgivings you can remember where your dad's brother's wife, your aunt, who had just, like, married into the family that year, tried to bring over something for Thanksgiving, and your mom gave them a very polite and happy but firm uh, <laughs> conversation that... She's the one who does the cooking. People don't need to bring <laughs> anything except themselves and their beautiful faces. Aww. Yeah, like, in fact, I mean, I, I think my mom would be a little bit offended, actually, if you brought something, you know. So it's, it's, it actually is a little bit better if you don't. Offended. Okay. Um, what, what else shouldn't I do to not offend her? Uh, oh, I mean, it's, well, it's not really about offending her, but, you know, I mean, just, like, in general, just just be yourself, you know? Yeah. Okay. And she's, like, hyperventilating a little bit. Um, and she runs to her room and gets dressed in, uh, normal clothes, like her street clothes. And, uh, she has her wings sort of, like, all tucked into her jacket and stuff. And she's, she's still very flustered. She's like, okay, let's go. Let's do it. Now or never, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty hungry, so it's definitely now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's hear. We don't want to be late. Cool. And uh, they go on over there. I am like, I'm imagining that <laughs> we're going to try to take like normal modes of transportation. But I think what would be hilarious in my mind is you just like dragging me while you're flying. <laughs> I know, that's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, they sort of start, like, trying to catch the bus, and then they sort of kind of give up, and she, like, throws the jacket off, and they just fly there. <laughs> she just has him hooked, like, under the armpits. <laughs> yeah, you see all of this montage in the panels. There's, you know, going to the nearby bus stop, like, Falcon Girl, like, looking at her, like, sm- I imagine there's some sort of like smartwatch or something there that you have and mm-hmm. you know looking at it just kind of like tapping your foot impatiently and like the panel is you taking off the jacket the wings unfurling remix kind of looking at his phone every now and then sheepishly looking over as you're impatient and all of a sudden scoop and <laughs> flying off into the air remix a look of surprise on his face and then the next panel uh remix could you go ahead and describe the outside of your family home 
Uh, yeah, uh, I think there's, there's, um, goodness gracious, where, um, I gotta think about where we live now. <laughs> we definitely have a second floor. Um, see, I'm trying to think of like, are we like living classically like in the city kind of house? I think so. I think he's a city boy for sure. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and so you're flying down, uh, making sure to try and keep as low profile as you can, but this is a super city, you know, people get flown places all the time by flying heroes. Mm-hmm. And uh, look up at this house. Uh, would you say it's like kind of like thin and tall? Is it like... Kind of like actually got a little bit of space within the city, like. I would, I would say that like it's it's one of the houses that it's rare that you see that there's like a front yard, and there actually is like a little bit of a front yard there, um, not like that classic brownstone kind of thing, um, so not like a huge spacious yard or anything like that, but certainly like a little patch of grass like out in front of the house, um, which. Uh, has has always had like toys or bikes or things like kind of littered in inside that small little patch of grass. Um, currently, there's there's no toys or anything like that, but um, it's it's one of those kinds of houses. But it is kind of like tall. Um, there's multiple kinds of floors. Typical, you know, when when you're in a city, you just kind of build up rather than build out. Mm -hmm. And so. Um, the front door actually always has some kind of decoration on it. It's usually some kind of wreath or something to indicate the season or something like that. Always very meticulous because because uh, his parents have always said, um, you know, the first impression that somebody gets when they come to your home, uh, you only have one time to make it. And so they always have some, some decoration there on the front door of the home, uh, you know, welcoming people in. Awesome. I love that. And yeah, you land uh, and start walking up. The next panel is the door bursting open and Remix barreling towards you is your little brother. And he just, from about like six feet away, this kid's got some ups. He just leaps at you up in your arms and... Gerald, you're home. I was so worried about you. Are you okay, bro? Are you okay, bro? And having this happen many times before, I am extremely ready for this mm -hmm. and just catch him like effortlessly. <laughs> I had to just like, oh yeah, you know, I'm. I always get used to you jumping on me, but you are getting heavier and heavier these days, buddy. Yes, I am doing so well. Um, <laughs> you know, can I sit you down? <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Oh, thanks. Um, appreciate you, bud. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot of stuff, Gerald. Oh, like like fan mail and stuff? No, like a whole bunch of packages. They're, Mom moved them all up to your room. Oh, okay. Interesting. There were so many. Uh, it was like, remember that Christmas where like the whole family showed up? Right. It was more than the presents that were under the tree. 
That was a crazy year. So that's a lot of presents. It and took us like, like four hours to open all of them. Yeah, I think I think it took you the most time. I don't think anybody got me as many presents as they got you. Oh, I mean, you know? I was a lot littler then, too. Yeah, you know, and everybody always wants to give the littlest kid, you know, the most gifts. I mean, it's my good looks, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it is hereditary, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, and I think, like, now you see not quite as quickly barreling out, but... You know, you know, your mom is coming out, and she gives you a hug. You see your dad just kind of, like, stand in the doorway, just kind of looking out. You know, arms crossed over his chest, but a smile on his face. And your mom uh, comes up, and she gives you, you know, a big hug and a whole bunch of kisses on all the che- on your, both your cheeks. And she's like, all the cheeks. No, all, all the cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> all the cheeks is wild. All the appropriate cheeks. <laughs> and she's like, oh, oh, honey, I'm so glad you're home. Uh, oh, hi. You must be. Uh, I mean, I mean uh, yeah. Falcon oh. Girl? I, Gerald doesn't talk a whole lot about. I'm sorry, Remix, and she gives you a wink, doesn't talk a whole lot about the team, but I've heard you mentioned a few times. It's so nice to meet you. Yeah, it's nice to meet you, too. And she is, like, stiff as a board, eyes (laughs) wide, clearly very nervous. Um, But she did look suspicious when uh, they were talking about the packages. Yeah, and she's just like, oh, come Come inside, come inside. Dinner's going to be ready soon. Um, yeah, I I don't know where all the stuff came from, but you got a whole bunch of packages. They had a, one of them had a return label that said Aegis. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, uh, I mean, I'm already feeling like, I'm pretty sure like 50 bugs flew in my mouth just now on the way here. So I'm going to go upstairs and like freshen up and, and take a look at those. And then uh, is dinner almost ready? Smells good in here. Uh, yeah, it will about another, about another 15 minutes or so dinner will be ready. So be sure to bring your appetites. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you know how hospital food is, so. Can't beat mama's home cooking. And you see her kind of head back towards the kitchen. Uh, your dad, not really, he's not really one of those, like, hard asses, but he's a very, like, chooses his words kind of stoic person. Never, like, shy to show affection. But, like, you know, he doesn't, he's just the type of person that his shows or affections are strong, silent types. And as you're walking through the door remix, he puts a hand on your shoulder and says, Glad to see you're all right, boy. I appreciate you, Pop. And uh, I'll go ahead and just give him a hug. Yeah, he hugs back. One of those big, tight bear hugs. Your dad's kind of like this bigger. He's not like uh, like bodybuilder big, but he takes care of himself. And, you know, he's you feel that shown in the hug that he gives you. And... Uh, and after releasing that and you head in, uh, he sticks a hand out to you, Falcon Girl, and he's like, Pleasure to meet you. Hi, um, it's nice to meet you too. Yeah. And if you put your hand out, he shakes it, and then uh, you see 
uh, Bryson start of start climbing your dad like a uh, like he's a mountain. <laughs> Falcon girl is looking around to everyone to see if this is a shoes on or shoes off household because <laughs> she doesn't want to ask, but she doesn't want to do the wrong thing. <laughs> It's definitely a shoes off house for sure. Yeah, she she sees everyone else like not wearing shoes and then probably um Remix take off his shoes and then also takes off her shoes. Yeah, Remix actually has like probably way more shoes at like the <laughs> the setup for <laughs> shoes at the front door than anybody else. Yeah. Like it's like 10 pairs of sneakers all there like meticulously placed. Yeah. And and he just like throws one on top of another one because <laughs> he's like there's no more room so he's just like all right i guess i just have to do this now <laughs> yeah yeah she takes her shoes off and is sort of like looking for room uh on the shoe rack and just kind of like holds them for a second and then just is like well i can't do that and puts them somewhere nearby <laughs> yeah so uh you know, we've talked in previous episodes about, like, kind of the general look of the house, but Remix, uh, what's it look like as you and Falcon Girl enter? So I think the, uh, uh, I, I am, I think the staircase is along the right-hand side. Like, once you come in, you can kind of, it's, you look down a hallway, there's, uh, the kitchen at the far end of the hallway on the first floor, staircase on the right-hand side leading up to the second floor where there's a bathroom and bedrooms up there for um, all of the members of the family. How many sinks at the vanity, Roger? Uh, one. There's one, one. actually. How, one. And how do you live? <laughs> it's probably to the dismay of the hosts of Farmhouse Facelift yeah. that there's only one vanity. <laughs> <laughs> For a joke that only Roger and I and the viewers of HGTV Canada will get. That <laughs> <laughs> how can you live with one vanity? Um, and there's like, um, there's like, there's like actually uh, two different uh, rooms on the first floor. There's more of like a living room right there immediately to your left upon entry, which is where my dad actually was. Always sits on the couch and watches TV in there. Um, and so... That's where that space is. And then there's like a more formal dining room connected to the kitchen in between the living room and the dining room. Oh, or in between the living room and the kitchen. Sorry. The living room and the kitchen. Yes. This is literally exactly how I was imagining it laid out before you said anything. So mm -hmm. same page. <laughs> And uh, I think we've mentioned this before, but along, along the staircase, it's uh, a ton of photos, um, actually, of just, like, all members of the family, um, uh, you know, parents, aunts, uncles, different weddings, things like that, all, all of these family photos along the staircase. Um, and a lot of them are also of uh, Gerald and of Bryson, of all of these different things that they've done, you know, pictures of them, you know, winning a awards or uh having like pre-k graduations all kinds of things things that you wouldn't think to put up on the wall in your house it's as many photos as you can imagine are on this wall it's actually a little bit much you need to kind of walk like on the banister almost like not really stretch out when you're on the staircase because all of the pictures are just kind of there 
Awesome. So, uh, what do the two of you do as you enter into this lovely home by uh, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Powell? Uh, yeah, so good job picking up on the shoe thing, uh, because, you know, nobody would actively tell you anything about it, but I think that they would, you know, kindly suggest that you take your shoes off, so good job picking that up. Um, but, you know, um, like I said, I was not joking. I really did think, like, 50 bugs flew in my mouth, so I think I'm going to go upstairs and, uh, you know, wash off my face at least, and uh, let's check out those packages, huh? Oh, I go, I go up with you? Uh, yeah. Is that weird? Um, no. Okay. Cool. And, uh, with that, he's just gonna walk off and start going up the stairs, and there's a bathroom just immediately off the stairs, so he'll just go right in and start washing his face off, and as, uh, as she's coming up the stairs, he'll just kind of point down the hallway with his thumb, and just say, like, it's that one, you just go right in, I don't care. Yeah, she uh, she looks like she's convinced that someone is going to stop her as she goes up the stairs and is like looking around nervously. Um, and then she goes into Remix's room and stands just in like the middle of the room, like not touching anything. Well, <laughs> it, you kind of have to stand in like the, in the middle closest more. to the doorway because, yeah. yeah, this whatever description of the room Remix has. It is underneath probably about 50 or 60 boxes of various size. They're like, a lot of them are like up on the bed. They're around the bed, um, you know, in front of dresser, some smaller ones on the dresser. There's a lot here. And Remix, as you walk in and see this, it's not quite the beginning of session, but I'm going to say that this would be a good time to roll your uh, content creator life balance roll. That is a seven. Alrighty. Uh, you can choose one from your list. Uh, your fan some, choose something that will come in handy. Hold one and spend to describe what that item is. Uh, for the purposes of this... Actually, wait, hold on. I don't think it changes it, but it's a nine because I think it's seven to nine is the range. But yeah, mm -hmm. Falcon Girl, if you would like, you could spend a team to boost this up to a ten and tell me uh, how you have helped Remix in his uh, content creator life balance. Or Remix, you could use a team selfishly. Well, I think insofar as Falcon Girl goes, uh, she's, she's, um, she's like, this is like cut through the awkwardness for her. Um, and she sort of has forgotten, like, oh my God, we're at Remix's house and is now sort of like more focused on like, uh, work and what that could mean. And for better or worse, I think that she's going to, uh, like, take one of the packages and try to open it. I don't know if that's going to help at all or hinder. Um, but that's, I think, where her mind is and what she's doing. Uh, yeah, I think that fits. Um, and I think, like, just that feeling of ingrainedness, I think 
there's already a kind of connection to the two of you. And I think that, like, normally Remix, you would be a little miffed at somebody doing this. But recently, you know, with more team going ons, and especially kind of the last fight, you were able mm-hmm. to get some good clips for your social media. So, you know, that connection with Falcon Girls there. And I think that's what helps to propel you up to a 10 with that team. Nice. So uh, you can choose two of the list of your fans sent you something that will come in handy. Hold one and spend to describe what that item is. The comment section is incredibly positive, clear condition. Gain influence over a larger public figure who saw your content and enjoyed it. Name that individual. Or you feel like you're firmly in control of who you are and who you're becoming. Shift one label up and one label down your choice. Um, I think... Um, bum, bum, bum. I think I want to move my labels. Mm-hmm. I think I want to move my. I think I want to move my mundane up, uh, putting it at zero, and I want to move my um, danger down to negative one. Alrighty, awesome. Um, and I will say, um, I don't think I have any conditions right now. Um, so I don't need to worry about that. And I'll actually say that, um, I'm, I'm struggling to find someone to gain influence over. So if you have any suggestions, I'm down to hear them. Um, but I'm thinking that I would like to gain influence over a individual. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a whole lot of people that you could pick from that we've established. Like Mm -hmm. you could, uh, you could like say like agent wing, you could say, Councilwoman Frankenfield, uh, you could Gina make up a public TikTok. official. <laughs> and I mean, ageist people mm-hmm. theoretically could make sense here just because you've gotten all these. I mean, this isn't much of a stretch as you're opening all of this stuff, the all these overtures to try and convince you, at least, that joining Aegis is a good move, whether they, you bring the rest of your team or not. I mean, I'm sure mm-hmm. they'd be hopeful, but yeah. How much is, how much is, uh, I mean, I guess uh, this is all based on how much we, we have to go off of, but does it seem like the, the councilwoman is like super involved in Aegis or is it more like I just sign off on it and I have no idea what's going on? Uh, you know from the news reports and everything, this is pretty common knowledge that once Aegis is like officially rooted, Councilwoman Frankenfeld is stepping down as a councilwoman to become mm-hmm. the head of Aegis in Halcyon City. Gotcha. Yeah, I think I want to have influence over the councilwoman then. Absolutely. And so you have influence over... Uh, Councilwoman Frankenfield, Frankenfield, I keep saying it wrong. I'm surprised I didn't get (laughs) yelled at uh, in the chat. (laughs) Uh, But 
Yeah, so you have influence over Juno. We all we Juno. all know that this is Juno. My robot's girl. Mid-roll, 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 mid-roll. Hey, everybody. It's your GM, Cliff. Just checking in, seeing how you're doing. Hoping you're having a good week. And happy Valentine's Day. It's quite a fun thing, this episode coming out the day after Valentine's Day, when things seem to be getting a little steamy between Falcon Girl and Remix. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about Falcon Girl and Remix. Yona is an accomplished writer and doting cat parent, and one half of the creative heads of Project Derail. She, in addition to playing Falcon Girl, plays Ravnus on Tales of the Void Fair. She's the showrunner for, frequent GM of, and often player on Fables Around the Table. And she's one half of the hosting duo along with Tom of Big Stream Pile, a show that reviews bad movies on streaming services. And, along with her co-hosting partner tonight, Roger, hosts Into the Scoobyverse, another new Project Derail podcast that you can check out on all your favorite podcatchers. You can follow Fiona on Twitter at FionaLFKelly. And we also have Roger, a.k.a. Remix. Roger is a variety streamer on Twitch and can be found there at twitch.tv slash Roger. That's M-I-S-T-E-R-R-O-D-G-E-R. He's a frequent guest on Fables Around the Table. And check out Fables Greetings from Hell for more of Roger and myself, as well as other past seasons. And you can follow Roger on Twitter at MrRogerTTV, that's M-I-S-T-E-R-R-O-D-G-E-R-T-T-V. Like I said, be sure to check him out along with Fiona in the new Project Derail podcast, Into the Speedverse. Of course, there's always me. I'm Cliff. I'm the GM of Cape Chronicles, an occasional player in Fables Around the Table, and I currently play Wally in Fables Greetings from Hell. I'm an even more occasional guest on Tales of the Void Fair, playing the Turtle Artificer Speedy. I'm part of the Nerdcore Hip Hop Duo 2D6, who rap about anime, video games, and the existential dread of being a content creator in the modern world. You can follow me on social media as I may or may not use. On Twitter and Insta, at The Comic Sads, at Cape Chronicles on Twitter, at Cape Chronicles Podcast on Insta, Cape Chronicles, a mass actual play podcast on Facebook, and at 2D6 Music on all social media. I'd like to give a big thanks to Ukla the Mock for their song Superpowers for our intro theme from the album Super Secret. Superpowers is written by Rand Balavia and Adam English. You can check them out on Bandcamp, uklathemock.bandcamp.com, and on Twitter at actuallyukla. And if you enjoy this show, check out some of Project Derail's other shows, like Fables Around the Table, Cosmere and Coffee, It's All Been Done, a Know Nothing Bare Naked Ladies podcast, Into the Scoobyverse, and any nominated Tales of the Void Fair. If you really like our shows, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash projectderailed. A single tier of $5 a month gets you access to special patron-only Discord channels, extended Q&A retrospective episodes, and a monthly show featuring Nick, Fiona, Chelsea, and Tom called Off the Rails. Speaking of the Discord, visit projectderailed.com slash Discord to join our Discord. So many times saying Discord. You can interact with cast and fans, talk about art and bugs, and which burrito chain is the best. 
We also have monthly hangouts where we get together and shoot the shit and try to get me to break while I'm dealing with customers at my day job. Super fun. Anyway, I just want to say thank you all for listening. You all keep us going. You make it worth putting in all the work to get these shows out on time for you. And it really means a lot all of your support. But that's enough rambling from me. Let's get back into the episode. So as you're opening all of these gifts, you you start recognizing a few of the sizes right away. Um, there's Cliff has little knowledge about the shoe world, but <laughs> um, whoever was scrubbing your social media at Aegis certainly knows shoes, or at least knows the ones that you talk about a lot. They're like at least three pairs of Jordans that have not been released to the public yet. Mm-hmm. There are probably five rare classic sets of Jordans that you get. Uh, you see that there's like iPhone 15, which has still has a few months before it's actually released. Um, you see, you know, a few different like rig lights. You see a lot of new like music equipment. Uh, one that's really interesting is a drone that it advertises like on the box that you can set it to through like facial recognition. You can set it to be at a certain distance away and filming and keeping track of whatever the subject you set in the settings is. So, good for, like, combat content. And uh, the biggest box you open, it's a new suit that keeps, like, kind of the style and theme of the suit you currently have. But you notice, like, in different spots on it, like at the shoulders, kind of in the center of the chest, um on the palms and like on the soles of it, they're like these really ultra thin, flexible flat speakers that looks like you could like channel like sonic energy through. But it's a very like, it's almost like the iron spider equivalent of Uh your spider-man costume as it were yeah i'm like struggling to picture it but that sounds badass um falcon girl is going to look at all of these as they open them and be like wow it seems like they're really excited about you um i just you know just always be careful with stuff when you're like breaking it in um, but this is this is cool. Like really breaking cool. in these shoes? Oh yeah, you, you know I'm. It's, do you think I don't know how this works? I mean, look, come on. I mean, <laughs> look at all these. I, I I know I know shoes. Okay, I know how to break in some shoes. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Um, but yeah, and she's going to um, sort of point to the speakers, like tap against the speakers on one of the shoulders. And then make like a like put her finger up to her lips. Oh, I don't get it. 
Um, no, just like, it's just, you know. Well, you said you know how it works. So, like, um, yeah. You know? Uh, no. What? Right. Um, your house is really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's pretty cool, you know. Um, yeah, you're a pretty nice house. Yeah, My parents are really cool. Yeah, they seem really nice. Um, your brother seems cool, too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I don't... I don't know. I mean, I don't think I've really brought anybody over here before, but you oh, know, really? it's, yeah, I think you're like the first person I've brought over here. Well, like person, like, like anyone or person, like we're not counting quasi cause he's like kind of a person, but I know that like people don't always count him and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I think, I think you're the first person I brought over here just in general. Oh, wow. It's not like weird that I'm here or anything? No, no. I don't think it's weird at all. I mean, I think it was weird that I didn't bring anybody over here before. I think I just like, I don't know. Well, you know, it's it's like with the superhero thing, you know, you really can't always have people over. Um but, like, you know, we're part of a team and stuff, and that's, like, why it's cool to be part of a team. Um, you get, like, sort of built-in friends sometimes, kind of like this. And you don't have to worry about, like, putting other civilians in danger, although I guess if Aegis is, um, hmm. I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just, like, you know... Even outside of that, I guess. I mean, I guess I just kind of... Nah, I mean, I love my family and everything, but I just didn't want, you know, people to be like, oh my gosh, like, oh, you know, and make my family uncomfortable, you know, like I have all these fans and stuff and just you know, little things. And oh, but I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you're here, though. I mean, it, it feels good having you here. Yeah, yeah. That's that's good. I think the two of you can kind of feel like a little bit of shaking as there's a thun, 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 thun coming and the door flies open and Bryson says, Gerald, mom says dinner's ready. Um, I think that at the thumping... Um, Falcon Girl would have flown into the air as much as she can in this bedroom filled with boxes and, like, assumed a defensive <laughs> position. <laughs> and is, like, sort of shocked and, like, sheepishly, like, comes back down to the ground and looks very embarrassed. <laughs> I think anticipating this happening <laughs> um, without really thinking about it, he's just going to kind of catch the door before it smacks into, like, some boxes behind the door <laughs> and just goes like, yep, got it. Thank you so much, Bryson. Yeah, no problem. You two aren't kissing, were you? No. Well, uh, and I'll just shut the door. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. Dad said you were probably that. kissing. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, my God. I should go. This is really fun. 
Bye. Wait, like go go? Um, I, I I don't know. I mean, your parents are gonna be like really mad at me now. What? No. What do you mean? Like, no, they're they're super they're super like it like cool with you actually. Like, my dad doesn't really say much of anything, but I mean, he's he's also cool with you. Okay. No, I mean, like, stay for dinner, like, you know. Okay. Yeah, I'll stay for dinner. Okay, cool. And you'll see, actually, like, his shoulders kind of relax a bit because he got a little bit tense with you saying <laughs> that you were just going to leave. Just exit um, straight out the window. Never <laughs> return. Like, I gotta go. Smashes through a window. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, and then um, he'll kind of open the door again and just, like, kind of do one of the classic, like, after you and kind of, <laughs> with a flourish, kind of point out the room. Um, she walks into the hallway and immediately steps to the side so that Remix can walk in front because she doesn't want to be the first one down there. <laughs> and he'll go, oh, yeah, of course, and, and just kind of, you know, start making his way downstairs. Yeah, uh, she goes down with him. I'm going to imagine that your your wings actually, like, bump against some of the pictures uh -huh. on the staircase and kind of set some askew. Mm -hmm. Like, none of them fall or anything. Like, they're all up there pretty well, but you do throw some off slightly. Yeah, she's, like, obsessively trying to fix them as she does it. And then I'm imagining she just sort of, like, gives up and, like, kind of, like... Uh, goes like backwards over the banister just to give herself like more room and like uses the wings <laughs> to sort of like glide down and like she and like you know she's like nervously playing with her hair and stuff and she's like sorry i didn't i didn't mean to do that oh no it's okay it's cool i mean do you know how many times like you know bryson's come flying down these stairs and knock these pictures all over the place oh yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, you see Bryson kind of chirps up from getting in the kitchen, like, washing his hands. Mom replaced the glass with plastic because I keep knocking them over. Yeah, I mean, this, I mean, if you think, you know, I make a mess, this kid makes huge friggin' mess. If he was there at the mall, my goodness. Yeah. Smiling awkwardly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I think dinner is a sufficiently awkward and, uh, <laughs> but you know, it's like nice experience. Like the Mr. and Mrs. Powell are just very, um, like very cordial, you know, just asking kind of like polite, get to know you questions. You see, uh, Bryson's, you know, just kind of like going to town on the meal. What did your What did your mom make? Remix. I think, I think my mom made, I think my mom made the classic. Like, you just want to make something palatable if you're inviting people over, um, kind of meal, and um, she made the very classic spaghetti and meatballs mm. um and so 
um, some some spaghetti, um, some garlic bread, like the garlic kind of uh, bread that she makes from uh, scratch, actually, and she always gets very upset that uh, folks act like it's frozen, um, and um, some salad, and she always has something special for dessert, and so the dessert is actually going to be a peach cobbler. Ooh, Ooh. fancy. That sounds pretty good. Um, yeah, Falcon Girl um, eats. She's probably very quiet, trying not to catch people's eye, and is having a constant internal debate about, like, exactly how much she should eat because she doesn't want to, like, eat too much of the food, but also she doesn't want to, like not eat enough and have it seem like she didn't like want it um it's just bad bad thoughts in her head all the time bad anxious thoughts yeah uh you know i think like you get you you know like i think gerald's mom notices and she's like oh honey i i made plenty go ahead and eat eat as much as you want it's I made I made some for you to take back for the rest of the team too. Oh wow, um, that's so nice of you. Um, thank you. And she takes that as a signal that like they want her to eat more. So she's like, okay, I'm gonna like clear my plate now because that is the right thing to do. <laughs> and she keeps you know saying like, you, know, you all put so much at risk for all the people here in Halcyon and. You know, it's it's the least we can do. I'm I'm really happy that Gerald finally, you know, brought at least one of the team home. You all seem so interesting and dynamic and you know, we we want to say thank you for not just, you know, protecting us, but you know, being friends with Gerald too, like real friends. Like you know he's you know, so popular on social media and everything, and you know that can that can be weird for some people. So it's always good to have people you know you're really close to. Oh, um, yeah, totally. Um, you don't have to like thank us for stuff, though. I mean, like with the city and stuff, that's just like our duty. Uh, we don't need like thanks or anything. That's just you know what we're what we're here to do. Um. But Remix has, like, lots of friends and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I'm glad that that he likes the team and everything. Um, he's really close to, like, Quasi-Raptor, um, the dinosaur guy. Yeah, which probably explains, you know, why they're... You know, I, I haven't brought him around, Mom. I, I don't think he would actually fit in here. And he kind of just looks around the kitchen and dining room like, yeah, I don't think he would fit in here at all. Um, Maybe we could do something at the base because quasi fits in the kitchen there oh that would be that would be so much fun yeah we could maybe one day we could do like a barbecue or something you know you all are you know so good for gerald and you see just kind of like gerald's dad just kind of pops up dear and just kind of gives her like a a little look (laughs) Of, like, stop pestering our guest. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, if you, if either of you want to read into, into the look, 
Uh, you could always give a pierce the mask, or if you want to let sleeping looks lie, that's fine too. I'll do a pierce the mask. Um, let's see, that's plus my mundane, which is very high right now. Um, <laughs> and I don't have angry. Ooh, that's really good. That is over 10 because I rolled a 9 and have a plus 3, so it's a 12. Awesome. Hell yeah. So you can uh, ask three from the list of what are you really planning? What do you want me to do? What do you intend to do? How could I get your character to blank? Or how could I gain influence over you? Um, definitely how could I gain influence over you? Because what she wants more than anything in the world right now is for them to <laughs> like her. <laughs> I desperately need approval. <laughs> I need approval. Please tell me I'm doing good. <laughs> um, so that one, uh, what are you really planning? And I guess, what do you want me to do? <laughs> hmm. um, I think... A lot of this can be resolved with one answer. Mm -hmm. You can see that uh, Gerald's dad is kind of just like giving a little like layoff to Gerald's mom trying to play matchmaker. Oh. So what she's really planning is... She's trying to get you to closer in social situations because she doesn't know exactly how much you two are together socially as outside of like the team, but she is trying to, you know, get you two together socially and oh, she's kind of, she wants you to continue being a good influence on Remix. She wants you to keep being like, Somebody who's really there for him. And seeing you in this social setting, she probably is thinking something like, you know, this girl is cute. These two look cute together. <laughs> and uh, I think you can gain influence over her by just... Continuing to show that, like, you care about Gerald. Aw. Okay. And here Falcon Girl is like, oh no, he really likes the dinosaur more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his best friend is someone else. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. I think that she feels, like, kind of good about that um, for once. Uh but I think she also looks very embarrassed. Um, and she's like, yeah, barbecue sounds really nice. Um, there's like, uh, there's like, you know, me, obviously. And uh, there's um, Royale and Quasi we talked about. And um, um, yeah, that, yeah, I'm sure that we can get everyone together for, for something like that. I love it. Well, I'll, I'll get in touch with you through Gerald soon when we're, like, getting ready to, because, you know, we're coming up on some summer holidays soon, so, you know, mm. it'll be a great time for it. 
and you just see you just see him kind of like housing the spaghetti and just going mm-hmm and nodding <laughs> yeah um that sounds great and she gives her a winning smile like she's <laughs> practiced <laughs> <laughs> and uh you see a smile come over her face gerald you kind of know this smile as the one of that your mom gives when she thinks she's won without having to you know put up a fight like one of those kind of smiles it's like you get it a lot when like you know you've kind of been slacking at stuff at home because of being busy mm-hmm. with the hero life and the content creation so like you just kind of like come in in a whirlwind and like take out trash do dishes and stuff before anybody mm-hmm. wakes up and all that yeah for sure um and i think uh you'll see you'll see him uh, kind of sit up after you know finishing like a big bite kind of dab at the corner of his mouth with this napkin but we have cloth napkins at this house by the way oh um, dang and so he'll pull a cloth <laughs> napkin out of his lap and kind of dab at the corner of his mouth and go mm-hmm, and kind of like nod his head and he'll actually um he'll actually like put like a like a hand on um uh on Falcon Girl's thigh and, like, give, like, a nodding, like, smile and, like, kind of, like, nod of approval of, like, good job, you did the thing. On her thigh? hmm She instinctively and probably hits the table while she does it, shoves his hand on <laughs> <laughs> and, like, jumps a bit. And, like, you see the feathers kind of puff out as she looks, like, like, mortified. <laughs> <laughs> I think you see uh, the smile get bigger on uh, Mrs. Powell. You just see kind of like a little bit of uh, your your dad remix shake his head. And uh, Bryson just kind of pops up. Gerald, no tickling at the table. Uh, uh, what? I would... Um, and just goes back to eating spaghetti. <laughs> I have such secondhand embarrassment from this right now. <laughs> Falcon Girl got so embarrassed that I, the player, I'm also embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, that set of panels wraps up and... The next scene is the two of you on Remix's front porch area. And from inside, you see the bubble of, like, Bryson, let them be. And Bryson's voice bubble. But, Mom, they're gonna kiss! Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and you can see that, you know, the sun has set, the stars are out, street lights are providing illumination along with front porch lamp, because of course there's a front porch lamp. Um, Heck yeah, gotta be cozy on the porch. Yeah. Um, she is looking around, like clearly unsure what to do, and she is like, well, this was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, thanks for, you know... Uh, being here and you actually have like 
to go boxes like in your hand and mm-hmm. I have to go boxes in my hand <laughs> yeah. of like all of these <laughs> just plates for people basically. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I was like, yeah, this was, this was really nice. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's good having, you know, somebody visit, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad it was you, I guess, you know? Uh, oh, um, that's really nice of you to say. Yeah, and you know, I'm I'm sorry if I made things awkward earlier, you know. I just um I just I just wanted to say like, you know, thank you for like, you know, entertaining my mom. She can be a little much, you know, and so I didn't mean anything weird earlier, but you know, I just Oh no, I, it was I think... no big deal, I guess. Um Yeah. Um but I mean you should be careful with that ages stuff though, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because like we don't I mean, it, I, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not like immune to people trying to like, you know, buy me my affection or anything. Well, you know? yeah, but also like we don't know if they could be like listening with the stuff. Like in the shoes? Yeah, because a lot of that stuff has like electronic stuff in it. You know, I just like. Yeah, just be be careful with it, I guess. Oh, oh, so, and you just see, like, this look of realization come to his face of, like, that's what you meant earlier. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I I told you I didn't get it. Yeah, sorry. I I tried to tell you I didn't get it. Yeah, well, with all the stuff around, I couldn't, like, say it too loud or anything. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you think that there's just, like, constant microphones in the room or something, then, like, yeah, you can't, you can't, like, say that, you know. Yeah. But... It kind of makes communication weird, yeah. you know. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, are you like coming back to the base, or? Um. Yeah. I mean, I. I think. I. Well, there's no way that you're going to be able to take all of this stuff back on your own. I think. You know. Yeah. I mean, then we should probably go. Yeah, you know what? Let me actually, let me see if I can grab, like, a bag from inside. And um, I'm going to kind of, like, set some some to-go boxes kind of, like, down. <laughs> it's like, Mom, you gave us all these boxes and didn't give us, and you just hear him trailing off. Just like, you gave us all these boxes and didn't give us any bags or anything to actually carry this with. And it goes in there, and you see him come back with, like, basically the equivalent of like an Ikea sized bag to like throw some to go boxes in and she's given him more to go boxes (laughs) after he's already uh, gone inside. Yeah. It was like, Oh gosh. And so he starts like stacking things up and just goes, yeah, you know, she just, she, she wanted me to tell you that she really likes you is, is what she just wanted me to say. So, Oh wow. Uh, I'm saying it, you know, uh, yeah, I, I really like your family, too. You know, they're all, like, really cool and stuff. Yeah, well. Um, and you just see him kind of, you know, putting things uh, in the bag, and he's, he's kind of done at this point. And uh, grabs some things out of your hand without even really saying anything about it. Just putting it in the bag. And goes, well, um, all right, well, I guess we can take all this stuff back and have Quasi eat it in two seconds if you want. Yeah, um, like flying or bus or walking. I'd be like, you know, flying feels risky. I think. Yeah. 
I don't know. We could just take like a nice walk. It's a nice day, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And uh, she starts to walk off, I think. And she has like a nice smile as they like, you know, with each step, like as I'm kind of imagining as each of the panels go, as they like walk farther, she like uh, looks just like a little bit happier, a little bit more relaxed. And uh, as they get like a couple panels out, she's sort of like, um, she very quickly, I think, kind of like pulls him into a side hug and like rests her head on his shoulder, but then immediately like jumps apart, like right after and looks sort of embarrassed again, but keeps walking. So I, I think when you pull him into that side hug, you feel just like this vibration. It's almost like fireworks kind of going off. And it feels weird because you feel like this would be something that like, you know, you'd feel like if you kiss somebody. But then I think you realize as the ground rumbles under your feet, that's not like feelings. That's an explosion somewhere in the city. Uh, she flies up into the air all of a sudden. She probably drops all her to-go boxes, just kind of forgotten, <laughs> and flies up and uh, scans the horizon for where it could be. Yeah, not too far off, since this is, you know, in in the city where they live. You can see, like, explosions coming from, like, the main strip downtown. Uh, yeah, she... Like, you're maybe, like, ten minutes away. Yeah. Well, yeah, ten minute uh, walk. She, um... She, uh, flies back down, and she's like, uh, there's trouble downtown. We have to go now. And she, uh, picks up, uh... She picks up Remix under the armpits and, uh, starts flying as fast as she can towards the explosion. And, uh, there's, like, a panel of, like, a one box of like peach cobbler falling out of the bag and you see it smack on the ground and you just see him go, not the peach cobbler <laughs> as he's flying off. Yeah. So as you're flying down, you, where, where do you land to oversee what's going on? Um, she is going to land on top of a nearby building, like maybe like a city block away or something from where she saw the explosion enough to keep, uh, what she assesses as kind of a safe distance, but close enough that she can see pretty clearly what has just happened. Yeah. You have a great view of the scene. There are all kinds of people running away from the scene. There's chaos and destruction uh, you can see uh, down there, Remix, you spot these three right away. You see Liquidator, Renovator, and Merger down there sort of leading a charge. You see two other people that kind of have similar outfits to Royale's like playing card themed outfit. Uh, you see Falcon Girl, you recognize this one immediately. Uh, you see Tooth, the big saber-tooth beast that was trying to uh, get Quasi-Raptor when the two of you went were trying to do the vet visit. And uh, it, it seems like Liquidator doesn't have, like, a gun that's changing things to money. He just has, like, a big blaster, and he's shooting it at various buildings, causing, like, big explosions in them. Uh, Tooth is throwing cars around into buildings. 
And then out from an alley, you see that guy from earlier. What was his name? Fenrir? Yeah. And then somebody else in like this oily black undersuit with like this like kind of silverish gray armor that's looks like it's almost floating over it. And that's where mm-hmm. we'll end our session. <laughs> oh boy. Bum bum bum. Bum bum bum. That was fun. Yeah. So time for some end of session stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, remix. How you feeling, bud? Feeling good. Feeling very good. Feeling the 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 warm butterflies in my tum tum. <laughs> Yeah, your mom's trying to play matchmaker for you. Yeah, also very full. Also very full. There's very little room for the butterflies in there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So uh, I think definitely going to grow closer to the team. Um, Very clear who would be the reason for that. Quasi-Raptor, of course, because that's my best friend. (laughs) Uh, um, and, uh, I think, I think just having, um, and I think I kind of mentioned this, uh, earlier, but having Falcon Girl, like, um, like entertain my mom and like be just like really nice and respectful and things like that, I think just like makes him feel very like trusted and respected. And also just having his opinion get asked like earlier, I, I think is also just something that. I don't know. He hasn't really been viewed as like much of a tactician or uh, or a strategist on the team or anything. And so, um, I don't know. Being asked his opinion, I think, makes him feel closer. So, I mean, there are several reasons as to why I think uh, he feels a little bit closer to the team. Absolutely. And uh, so, in my notes, I don't know that you had uh, you that you still had influence over Gerald Falcon girl. Do you have that on your sheet? Uh, let me double check. Uh, no, I did not. I have it over quasi Royale and benchmark. Alrighty. Awesome. And so you have gained influence over remix. Um, and remixes mom. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so remix, you can mark potential or clear condition. Uh, I think I'm going to mark potential. Awesome. Falcon Girl, how are you feeling in this no overt emotional trauma issue? <laughs> she's feeling good i think that um well i think that in addition to everything else um falcon girl it was really helpful for her to like go and be with a family especially because like she she's in such a weird space with that like i think literally all of the time even though i think uncle deacon like really cared about her and stuff it was definitely like um a very different kind of relationship than like um remix has with his family so i think that she is going to grow closer to the team 
Yeah. That being remixed, clearly. Um, and then I think she's going to clear Hopeless as her extra thing she does. Awesome. Love that. And uh, her crush intensifies. <laughs> Excellent. I am happy that we had a happy episode. See, we I'm capable of those. We did have a happy episode. I was like it's, smiling it's the whole time. <laughs> it's a spaghetti episode. <laughs> it's a spaghetti episode. Yeah. Not everything is a knife twist. That was, that was so, Sometimes that you was have so to sharpen fine. the knives. I think that this genuinely, though, was the first time this season that Falcon Girl has taken an actual step towards, like, at least in her own mind, dealing with, like, what happened with Deacon. So, I'm... Aw, I love this. Look at this. Yeah. Growth, healing. Yeah, weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it would be a shame if something terrible happened, right? Oh, no. That wraps up this issue of Cape Chronicles. Cape Chronicles is powered by Masks, A New Generation. Masks was written by Brendan Conway and is published by Magpie Games. Visit magpiegames.com for more information on how you can create your own superhero stories in Halcyon City. Our theme song, Superpowers, was performed by Ukla the Mock and written by Rand Bolavia and Adam English. Be sure to join us every first and third Wednesday for more superpowered stories and heroic hijinks. On behalf of Project Derailed, I'm your GM Cliff, and we'll see you next time. ProjectDerailed.com Back on Twirl, I was a nobody. I got teleported out here, and here I'm something. I'm somebody. The Voidfarer begins maneuvering towards this 200-meter-long space whale. To handle one of these, you need grit. Is that something you have? I'm a tiny little guy. Of course I got grit. If you tried anything, it would end very poorly for you. This alithid dreadnought warps away, accelerating the spell jamming speed as quickly as they arrive. Who the fuck? What am I trying to say here, Ravnus? That we're crew. I like that. We're crew. That is a natural one. You send yourself sailing out the side of the ship, untethered. Oh, I'm putting a python into the ground. I'm wrapping my rope around it, but I'm jumping into the gravity well. (laughs) A gnome, a halfling, and a half-orc walk into a bar. I forget the middle part, but the punchline is feathers everywhere, and that's not my peanut butter. I cast Tasha's hideous laughter. (laughs) Climb aboard for Tales of the Voidfarer, wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, my consequences have actions. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Breaking news, increased sightings of a mysterious graffiti symbol have residents of Hell, Michigan nervous. While some may say this could be from local teen pranksters, others worry that the symbols could mean something more. Could there be a connection to the teen pop idol Ricky Q who disappeared in Hell last year? More information after the break. Then she would also ask if you saw the latest. He thinks that some sort of like power is being drained. Oh God, it's even at Jesus Christ. You you still pass the couple places where you have seen these symbols. Uh, breaking in? She gives him like a sideways glance. 
To follow this story and more, check out Fables Around the Table, Greetings from Hell, wherever you get your podcasts.